studio with me this morning is Superintendent Ed Fletcher with Monmouth Roseville. Good morning. Good morning. So you've got all your models that you're trying to anticipate what to do about another snow event. Well, last month I was in here thanking El Nino for the weather pattern, and this month we're I got to have a talk with the, with El Nino because this is completely different. Lots of lots of variables that go into this. Um, you know, tomorrow could be a timing event. You know, it sounds onerous when you say all that, but you know, it's probably going to be one of those mornings you get up early and take a look at things and see what the timing looks like, um, and you know, make a decision. I mean, ultimately at the end of the day, you're the, the worry is student safety, staff safety. I mean, so that's. That's really where you land with it in, in regards to this. So there's tomorrow going to be one of those early mornings, get up and drive and watch the weather and see what happens. How many buses do you have that uh, typically do have to go out of town? Oh, gosh. Well, all of them. Probably, I think we have 20, 21 buses that are that are out and about, and that's and, and through four pre-K buses. So, you know, we, we got a lot of them going out and driving back and forth from here to, uh, to Roseville and going into the country. Uh you know, tomorrow it sounds like you know, a lot of blowing snow uh, on top of what's already there. It's going to, you know, probably make things very slick. So um, it's just really going to be one of those wait and see things. You know, yeah. I, you know, there's, you know, we there's National Weather Service has webinars for schools. We have one today at three. We'll watch it and, and look at it. And, and then it's kind of a waiting game. Um, you know, I just encourage parents to plan for the worst case scenario and hopefully we have school but if we don't just have a plan just in case sure how did the plan work with the snow event that we had on tuesday you had a uh, e-learning day yeah we you know i had seen the forecast so i told the, the the principals i said prepare for at least two days um you know i i told them uh yesterday or i think it was yesterday uh you know prepare for something on friday and possibly something next tuesday with the cold weather so, you know, we just kind of we look at it. You don't know if it's going to come to fruition, oh, but you look at it and uh, you just go from there. Yeah. Talk about the criteria that you utilize on whether or not to have school. You know, it's uh, a lot of its timing. A lot of it's, uh, you know, can we get the kids to school safe, safely? Can our drivers, our kids who are drivers, get to school safely? Uh, if it's a midday event, it's this. It's the same concept. So, uh, what time is it going to start? You know, our buses take at least an hour to mobilize. Uh, so when you when you get kids to school and it's beautiful in the morning and the snow's coming at you know one fifteen ish, you don't want buses out in there. You know, so you you have to mobilize them. And our routes take about an hour and a half to complete. So you, you try to, you know, look at the forecast and think, all right, if, if our bus is taking an hour and a half, you know, what time do we need to uh, to get them out of the buildings? Uh, sometimes we look at when lunches are. You know, we want to try to make sure we feed the kids. Uh, so it's just a lot of different things. I can't say that there's one set thing uh, other than, you know, trying to keep pe- people safe is that the, the, the ultimate goal. Okay. Well, we'll wait and see. We yep. certainly uh, have uh, January's come in like a lion. Yep, yep. Uh, it's uh, like I said, El Nino and I, we need to have a talk. Sure, get in line, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's everybody's really angry right now. <laughs> yeah, and then after this, we usher in terribly cold temperatures. Yeah. So you know, we'll we'll wait to see what ha- you know. We don't have school on Monday, so uh, for uh, Martin Luther King uh, Jr. birthday, so uh, we'll see what it looks like on Tuesday. Uh, see what the winds are. Um, you know, I'm more, I'm more apt to have school on those days. I mean, you know, our parent, you know, parents do a good job of, you know, bundling their kids up. And if we, you know, the idea is if you can get kids to school safely, let's get them to school, you know, so that's really kind of the idea there. Um, 
you know, I do, I mean, we have some kids that walk to school, but I think for the most part, when it gets really, really cold, cause I drive around and check, we don't have a lot of kids that are just walking, you know, you know, in, in, in these conditions, you know, the parents do a good job of getting them to school. So we'll see what happens on Tuesday. Okay. How did last night's school board meeting go? It went well. It was a short meeting. We don't have a lot to talk about cause you have a meeting in December, then you have the Christmas break. So there's not a lot of change that occurs, but, uh, we did approve our uh, 24, 25 calendar. Um, our, you know, the, the, we have a calendar committee puts together some options. The, then the, the staff get to vote and then, um, the, the board votes as well. Uh, and so our, uh, first day of teacher Institute will be August. The two first two days is August 19th and 20th. Um, the first day of student attendance would be August 21st. Um, and I guess the big dates, of course, would be Christmas break, which start on December 20th. Um, teachers come back January 3rd, and kids start back January 6th. And we hope to have kids out by uh, May 22nd, assuming that we don't use snow days. Uh, of course, we have our remote, we have our five remote learning days, and if we have if we have any more days than that, we would start using the emergency days. Uh, with the last day being if we used all remote learning days and all emergency days, June 2nd. Okay. How many emergency days do you have? We build in five. So 10 total just in case. Yeah. Okay. So right now we've used two remote learning days. Yes. And possibly could use maybe two more. Yep. So we'd be at four. What does that put kids out this year? It wouldn't because the remote learning days count okay. as, as attendance days and the kids gotcha. get work to do. Now, once we get to, if we get to day six, that's an emergency day, then we would push, we just push everything over one day. Okay. So the last day of, of attendance next year, if that were the case, it would be May 23rd. Okay. And so um, that was the, the, the big gist of, uh, of the action that took place during the meeting. Uh, one of the things, we had two uh, presentations uh, yesterday from, um, the first one was from our Future Forward uh, coordinator, Trisha Linsky and Mrs. Freitag, one of our core curriculum coordinators. They talked about our Future Forward uh, reading tutor, our tutoring program, specifically for reading. So we have kids who work with tutors at Lincoln and Harding. Um, and they talked about, you know, the approach that we use. Um, and I'll, let me go backwards. So we, we worked with uh, uh, Future Forward, and they had written a grant through the U.S. Department of Education to fund this through the 25-26 school year uh, with the idea that there would be a gradual release of responsibility once you get to the 26-27 school year. Um, so what we're doing now is basically utilizing that money to come up and create our own tutoring program. And so basically you have a student who would attend tutoring, uh, a couple days a week, three times a week for 30 minutes, one-on-one -on -one, using a research-based, uh, systemic, le uh, systematic lesson plan. You know, the, the tutor observes, watches, you know, tailors each lesson to the student's needs, um, we also we then have family nights with the parents um talk to them about what we're doing help we try to teach them how to help their kids improve their literacy um and then we we evaluate along the way to see you know how the kids are doing and how they're progressing okay it's a really cool program 
you know, last year we had 3,721 tutoring sessions. Um, we had 194 family contacts and 67 home visits. So the idea is to partner with our families, um, get them engaged, to get them in, involved with their students and their and their reading. You know, our our whole our eventual hope is to try to get 90% of third graders reading on grade level. Um, it's it's a tall task. I mean, but you know, you got to set you got to set your goals high and try to get students to that point. Um, because we all know how important reading is to kids. So it's a, it's a good program, you know, and we'll see after the 25-26 school year, you know, we we'll have to determine. I mean, there's still, you know, at that time, there would be a fairly large financial commitment if the district wanted to keep it going. Um, and, uh, you know, and, you know, the board will use data and determine whether they want to keep it going or not. Okay. Um, the other presentation was by Mrs. Freitag about our multilingual uh, learner program. Uh, you know, the, it doesn't change much other than the number of students. Uh, you know, we have our pre-K through 12 EL, we have 370. That does not count our former ELs. So, you know, we also have to provide services for them. 90% um, of our ELs were uh, born in the U.S. Um, and their birth countries, some the, the ones that were not born in the U.S., their birth countries, some of them include Mexico, Puerto Rico, uh, the Democratic Republic of the Congo, Malaysia, Guatemala, uh, Thailand, and Burma. Um, we are the top five languages spoken by our ELs are Spanish, uh, Chinhaka, French, Karen, and Burmese. And you know, we since two thousand and eight, we've really changed. You know, the our, our initial ratio of staff to students was one to forty four. But over you know that time frame, we're now at a one to nineteen ratio, which is a, a really good ratio. Um, you know, our goal is for our EL students to learn the you know in some cases learn their language, learn the English language. But the, but ultimately the goal is to keep have high expectations for our ELs. You know that's the the ultimate goal for them. And um, I, I would be remiss if I didn't give some kudos to our multilingual our multilingual leadership team. Um, Sandra Pinedo, Brenda Secor, Laura Swiler, Sarah Mendez, Nick Dilly, and Amy Freitag, and we have some family coordinators who who, who tag team the, to to communicate with our families, and Claudia Conscious and Brahita Gutierrez. So you know we you know they work th that team creates the, the the vision for the program, uh, and you know works with the the each, all the teachers who work with those with the students, their EL students, to try to provide the best instruction we can. Okay. What's uh, coming up in February? Oh gosh. Um, we'll have some projects that we're that the that we're looking at over the summer pending board approval, uh, looking at remodeling some restrooms at the high school. Um, and also um, just some miscellaneous summer projects that we're working on. Um, and that that's right now that's it. I haven't really started on the agenda, you know. Sure. The, the bathrooms, yeah, those are, that's pretty common nationwide that uh, schools are focusing on restrooms and how those are going to look. Any, any thoughts on the remodeling? No, we're going to remodel the restrooms and take down, the, take the, the partitions down. To, I mean, and we're mm -hmm. just, we're just going to gut them uh, completely just, you know, they're in bad shape. Um, they, they've, they've stood the test of time, but they're in bad shape at the high school. And we're going to remodel them and uh, make, you know, put new, new items in and make them look nice. And of course, you get to make them, keep them ADA accessible and uh, just remodel them. All that stuff. Yeah. yeah. All those things. When do you plan on doing that? Uh, this summer. 
Okay. Our initial goal was to try to do it last summer, but we, with the HVAC pro, pro, project we had, it was just too much. So we sure. decided to scale that back a little bit. And so, uh, and in the future years, the rest of the pro, the rest of the schools will would be doing will be doing the same thing with the rest of the schools over time. Yeah. Over the next couple of years. Okay. Alrighty. Anything else you want people to know? Uh, be patient with us as we have this, this, the, the weather come through and please plan for the unexpected. So, you know, we, we try to get kids to school. We want them to be safe, but at the same time, just be ready and just in case something has to happen. Okay. Thanks for coming in this Thank morning. Thank you. Superintendent Ed Fletcher with us from Monmouth Roseville School District.